you're listening to episode 137 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Oh, and you're watching it too, if you're watching it live. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community in Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello and uh, welcome. I'm Terry Fisher and this is a new uh, event for us because this is a live podcast and I am absolutely thrilled to be able to bring this to you and bring on a guest to talk about all Alexa, all Canada. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. So what I want to do is I want to introduce you to Celine Lee, who is the country manager with Amazon Alexa Canada. If you haven't muted your Alexa devices, you might want to do that. Um, it's great to have you here, Celine. Thank you so much for, uh, for being part of this. Thanks for having me, Terry. So why don't we, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Alexa and some of the differences between Canada and the U.S. and all this sort of stuff. Um, I know that my audience has been really excited to have somebody um, that can represent Amazon Alexa and speak to some of the things specifically for Canadians. So we'll get into all of that. Before we get to all of that, though, I was wondering if I could get you to introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners, to the viewers. And tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into all this stuff. Yeah, so I, I studied um, microengineering uh, and started my careers in robotics um, as a research engineer. So I was really into technology, um, and I was you know, learning a lot about uh, uh, all of that, but after a few years, I, I decided that I wanted to be closer to the customer and transition my career into product management. And so uh, I moved to the U.S., uh, got my MBA um, at the Tepper School of Business at Carnegie Mellon University, and, and had an opportunity to do an internship with Amazon. And that's um, really how I transitioned into uh, working on more customer-facing type of, of features. Um, and you know, most recently, I've um, been very grateful to uh, be the country manager of Alex in Canada. I'm enjoying this role. It's been really a, a great professional opportunity. And I think the best part for me is that I get to uh, work on and directly influence uh, products that make the life of customers easier. And then suddenly, uh, the role gives me the ability to uh, bring people together that have different backgrounds, different expertise to create something better. Uh, my team's mission is really to work on building these products and services uh, that have a delightful experience that's relevant to customers in Canada. And we work from everything from product launches, new skills, um, partnership, to uh, more customer-focused campaigns like recently Alexa Loves Canada. Amazing. So do, do you know offhand like how long have you been in that particular position as far as with, uh, with the uh, country manager for Canada? Nine months, yeah, oh, since nine January. Months. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, well, great. So um, lots happens in the world of Alexa. Things happen very quickly, as you know. And so I guess I'm, I'm just interested now with your position. What is your take sort of on the status of Amazon Alexa now with Canadians? What's sort of the, the state of the, of the affairs with, 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 uh, with Alexa in Canada? Yeah, so if you take a just a quick trip down memory lane, uh, it's been nearly three years since we launched Alexa and Echo in Canada. 
Um, and initially, we, we launched with just three devices, but have since um, had new products such as the Echo Show, Echo Studio, uh, recently Echo Auto, also Euro devices. We're working hard to launch new uh, features also, including um, Amazon Music Free Tier, uh, Spotify Free Tier, Apple Music. We've added over 30,000 skills from third-party developers since the launch in Canada, uh, which includes some that are um, truly uniquely Canadian experiences like CBC, Radio Canada, Bell Canada, um, and, and more. So really the past few months, we've launched a dozen of new experiences with new content. Uh, one of my favorite is uh, that Canadian customers can now choose from over 50,000 recipes, including some regional ones like Poutine in both um, you know, uh, English and French and, and um, play games. Um, I'm, uh, you know, someone who likes cooking, and so that's a big one for me. Um, we've also revamped our, our radio skills, which is one of the most popular requests to make it easy for customers to find regional uh, favorites. Um, but, you know, if you look more uh, recently, we've also uh, something that near and, that's near and dear to my heart is that we launched uh, French in about a year and a half ago, uh, and also last fall, Alexa became multilingual in Canada with the launch of the multilingual mode. Uh, so that feature lets customers switch between English and French when you talk to Alexa. Uh, I actually happen to live in a, a bilingual household, so I'll be able to ask um, Alexa for my favorite artists in French, and my kids will ask for spelling in English, and just this feature lets people, um, you know, use uh, their devices without compromising uh, on their uh, native language, which I think is, is really great. Really? And then, oh, sorry. The, <laughs> no, um, and you know, beyond the, the devices, the language, the languages. Um, one thing that I, I was briefly mentioning just before was the uh, Alexa Loves Canada campaign, which is something we did in July. Uh, a really uh, localized experience for Canada Day and uh, Saint Jean Baptiste Day which uh, introduced new experiences uh, that helped Canadians reflect and celebrate Canada with um, you know, some of their favorite celebrities. So that uh, the collaboration was an opportunity to, to delight and stay entertained uh, and connected um, during uh, those recent times. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the things that you mentioned, I know at times before they came to Canada, Canadians were like, oh, when when's the recipes? You know, when are all those going to come to Alexa? When are the, When's Apple Music and all that stuff going to come? So... It has come. It's great. Um, what has been the response from Canadians, generally speaking, to to Alexa in Canada? You know, we love hearing how customers are using Alexa. And uh, I'd say by far, we continue to see music being one of the top use cases. Um, music listeners streamed an average of 20 hours of music via Alexa each month this year. Um, but, you know, if you, if you look at anecdotes uh, in the last year, customers in Canada have asked Alexa to sing them a song over a million times. Um, in, in case you didn't know, Alexa does compose her own songs. Uh, she raps and, and beatbox. She has dozens of original stories to tell, too. Um, I think uh, another interesting part of, um, of usage is how... Um, uh, people in Canada have been using skills, and that is uh, that usage is up more than 70% uh, year over year. As some of the most popular categories in Canada include games, trivia, uh, news, but also radio. Wow. So, the, and a lot of those really don't surprise me because that's what I hear about from from the community is using using it to listen to music and and so on. So that is really 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 great. Um, you mentioned the bilingual issue. Um, what have been some of like the opportunities about having a bilingual voice assistant in Canada and perhaps some of the, the challenges as well? 
Yeah, we really wanted to build a truly authentic experience uh, for our uh, French Canadian customers, and that included developing the new voice, local knowledge, skills, and so on. Uh, there's really a lot of um, elements and challenges that go into expanding Calendar uh, in other languages, uh, you know, when it comes to new accents and features that are locally relevant. Um, I think, you know, the, the thing we, we um, keep in mind is that, uh, you know, you can't just take, uh, translate the experience that exists in the U.S. or even in U.K., France, and bring it uh, to Canada. It just wouldn't make sense. The culture is different, the language is different. Favorite foods are different. Uh, everything about Canada is unique, and so we wanted to be able to say, you know, made for Canada and all customers in Canada. Uh, in Canada. And so the, the multilingual uh, mode is um, really uh, allowing customers not to compromise. If you ask for the weather in English, Alexa will reply in English. If someone in your household speaks in French, or understand or respond in French. Um, and uh, that's really an opportunity for people to stay connected without uh, compromising. Wonderful. No, that's great. It's such a... I can only imagine the, the technical issues that go into creating a multilingual voice assistant. I mean, it must be so complex, but um, wonderful, wonderful. Um, another sort of hot topic issue or hot topic or yeah, I guess topic of conversation these days is indigenous peoples in Canada and issues with that. And I'm curious, like how has Amazon Alexa looked or have they looked into incorporating some of those um, issues and topics that are so important in the Canadian culture and our, in our society? Yeah, one recent example I can share is uh, the uh, Alexa Love Canada campaign. So that was happening in July, and every day people could ask um, Alexa, do you love Canada? And it prompted kind of a new daily reflection. Uh, as part of that, and on July 18, uh, we had um, an editorial about uh, the uh, Selkirk Treaty. So, you know, the negotiation in 1817 between the indigenous leaders and Lord Selkirk. So, um, you know, we, we try and, and make sure that we, we leverage our, um, you know, the questions that customers may ask to uh, include um, uh, this topic as well. Wonderful. No, that's really good. It's nice to be able to. The, the, you mentioned the, the, the campaign, the, um, sorry, what was the name of the campaign again? Uh, oh, Alexa Loves Canada. Alexa Loves Canada campaign. I was, I was following along with that for a while in July. I think it actually started July 1st on Canada Day, if I'm not mistaken. And it was really neat to hear. I know you had some celebrities like Alanis Morissette would give some comments on, you know, her thoughts of the day and stuff. So it was a really neat way to sort of celebrate Canada and bring that Canadian content. Um, obviously, another big topic these days is... COVID, COVID-19 and the way it's changing everything, the way it's changing, I'm doing this podcast and trying to bring things to diff to people in different ways. Um, and I know that uh, over the time, over time here, Alexa has been able to provide some information. Initially, it was um, quite limited, but it's uh, has become more broad over time. What, what sort of the stance on COVID-19 and information that you can obtain from Alexa, at least from the Canadian perspective? Yeah, I think first and foremost, we, we wanted to make sure that we could support customers. Uh, those, are, those, are, those are still unprecedented times. 
and uh, use credible sources for that. So one example is that um, we're using guidance from the Public Health Agency of Canada and built an experience where uh, people can use Alexa to check their risk level for COVID-19 at home. Using just their voice, you can ask, you know, um, Alexa, what do I do if I think I have COVID-19? And we'll go through a series of questions about travel history, symptoms, possible exposures, and, and based on the response, provide the uh, guidance from the public health agency. Um, but beyond just uh, health, there's also ways of staying connected. Um, you know, we've, um, we have uh, Alexa video calling, so people can stay connected to friends and family near or far during their, uh, the pandemic using their devices. Uh, also stay entertained. A lot of people staying at home, and so um, uh, the ability to uh, browse top movies and shows on Fire TV devices or have a family game night and play Jeopardy or Question of the Day uh, with skills on Alexa. And one favorite in my household in the beginning of the pandemic was definitely uh, asking Alexa to sing a hand-washing song and play sing for 20 seconds, and that way my kids would thoroughly wash their hands. Um, you know, there's been a lot that we could do with the experience. Um, I also want to uh, mention beyond uh, using the devices that we, we've also, Amazon has also teamed up with um, hospitals, schools, uh, and some community organizations around the globe to supply Amazon devices. So that includes uh, Kindle Fire tablets, uh, Fire TV, and more uh, to those in need uh, during COVID-19. Hmm. Very interesting. Um it's, I think it's great that um, we're able to obtain health information through um, through these devices because they're just so easy to use, as we all know. Voice technology is just so seamless, so um, wonderful. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that sort of progress is being made there. Um, okay, moving along, I'd love to ask you a little bit about the uh, the differences between Alexa in the U.S. and in Canada. Um, so maybe, and I know this is a very, um, interesting question from a lot of the, uh, Canadian users of Alexa. So maybe I can get you to just give us some, some of your comments on the differences between Alexa in the U S and, and here in Canada. Yeah, I think, you know, what we, we know is, uh, that even though Alexa is incredible, incredibly successful in the U S and elsewhere, the customers tells us they really love the experience. We can't simply translate that and bring it to Canada. Uh, what works there would just not make sense uh, in Canada. And so the culture being different, the language being different, the cuisine, national characteristics, everything about Canada is unique. And so Nexa uh, needed to be um, to have a personality that is geared towards Canadian customers. Um, a recent example of something that would just not have worked elsewhere is the, the Alexa Loves Canada campaign. Um, you know, that experience was really truly built for, for customers in, in Canada. That's great. And here's here's the follow-up that I know a lot of people are going to want to know. And this may be a little bit trickier question to answer for you, just given I know your position with Amazon. But um, I often get asked, why don't we have the same features in Canada as they are in the United States? Um, can you shed a little bit of light on that? Yeah. Well, first is we, we do hear, uh, like you do from customers, that uh, they, they really love that experience and and are eager to have access to it. And internationalization of all our products and, and features and services is important to us. We're working hard to make these available everywhere customers wants them. And we're really excited about um, things that we're able to roll out quickly outside of the U.S. And some examples include, you know, Echo Auto, Sideshow, Spotify Free, Tier, and, and so on. 
um, the, really the, the community experience has to be built from the ground up uh, and it is best experienced by customers in Canada and so that, that's, uh, that's the work that we're focusing on. And, and the follow-up to that is, you know, whenever a new feature comes out in the United States, it doesn't take long. Usually it's been about 24 hours that there's somebody posting in our, in our Alexa and Canada Facebook group, like, oh, this feature just came out. You know, why is it not here in, in Canada? What's going on? So are you able to shed any light on why some features take longer to come to Canada? Uh, um, that sort of thing? Uh, I think one, one thing that I can tell you is that example, for example, about um, launching uh, the French experience. Um, we couldn't just take the European French, like a French that's spoken in in, in France, and, and roll it out. Uh, some ex some accents or uh, phrasing that are um, used by people in Quebec just wouldn't work with that model. And so that that is one example of, of the work, um, and you know that it that it takes. I have a feeling I know the answer to this next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because again, this is a really popular question from the community. Things like Echo Buds, um, Alexa enabled Fire tablets, um, those sorts of things. Like, are there any timelines that you can share of when Canadians can expect to see any of these features that aren't in Canada, but are in the United States? There's no timelines I can share. We're happy to see the response um, from customers in the U.S. and we really hope to be able to release those um, everywhere where customers want them. Yeah, okay. Um, what are your thoughts on some of the things that have been hitting the news recently, like Alexa-enabled facilities, like the, the grocery markets where you can go in and you can talk to Alexa, obviously not here in Canada yet, but um, your thoughts on that and, and the, the opportunities for Alexa in there and maybe eventually coming to our country as well? It's a similar response. Uh, you know, on a personal level, I'm always excited to see innovations at Amazon. That was one of the reasons I, I joined the company. And um, as we, we continue to listen to um, what our customers are, are telling us and their interest and desire for, for these features, we'll, we'll continue to focus on um, making it available to, to you know, all, all countries as much as we can. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so one thing that is in Canada, it did take a little bit longer to come, but it is here now, is the Echo Auto. So what has... What are your thoughts on that? What has been the Canadian response to that? Um, yeah, yeah. Any, any thoughts on the Echo Auto specifically and, and the Canadian perspective? Yeah, just uh, before our call, I was actually browsing the, the reviews uh, that uh, customers typed, and uh, we're really happy with uh, the response to, um, to Echo Auto uh, so far. Um, and uh, it's it's just a, a testament again to the the convenience um, of of this uh, one thing that it, it's been helpful uh, in my household is uh, when we do road trips uh, to kind of limit uh, the boredom of, of the you know the time in the car playing games together listening to uh, playlists that uh, everyone is is familiar with so um, we've been happy with the response so far. Great, that's great. Um... All right, another very Canadian content-oriented question. So as you mentioned, like Alexa in Canada is designed to be in Canada. I once heard Davis Bitsky um, comment that the goal of this is to uh, have Alexa not sound like a tourist in Canada and have Alexa sound like a native Canadian. And so there is Canadian content in there. If you ask specific questions, the one that I'm always asking about is like, I'm a hockey fan, so the Stanley Cup. And, I'm, and so... How does that work? Like, how, who comes up with this content? Who writes that content? Um, yeah, any comments on that? 
Yeah, yeah. The tourist reference is a good one. I think you also don't want her necessarily to sound like an expat. Uh, and so Alexa just needs to know about things that matter most to Canadian customers and have the personality and knowledge of a local. And so to achieve this task, um, we have a, a fully dedicated team to teach Alexa about Canada. Um, and thanks to their hard work, uh, Alexa knows her holidays, cities, key figures, she has favorite celebrities, books and poems. She knows hundreds of corny jokes. Um, she knows her sayings. And, and of course, uh, she knows about local sports team. Um, the, the goal is for Alexa's responses to be uniquely Canadian. And so my team works hard to ensure uh, that the customers uh, receive the answers they're looking for and that they're in line with Alexa's personality tenets. And so those are uh, for Alexa to be always helpful, humble, and entertaining. That's great. Yeah, no, wonderful. It's really, it, it's just something very special about that. When you do ask a question and it has that Canadian content, it, it's all of a sudden you have this thing that's in common, if you will, with a voice assistant. You have this common bond that you can share this common knowledge of the culture and, and the society. So, uh, it, I mean, obviously it's done very purposefully and, and I think it's great. Um, just a couple last little questions here to tie it up. But uh, for those of you that are listening or watching live, if you do have any other questions, um, I'd be happy to uh, bring them up with Celine. We just have a few minutes left here. Um, so I'll put that out there for you and I'll be keeping my eye on, on the feed here for that. But um, if Canadians do have um, feedback or they want to provide some suggestions to the Amazon Alexa team, um, what what would be the best way to do that? What are some resources for them? Yeah, a, a few different ways. Um, customers can submit feedback um, uh, on their device via voice, and Alexa have feedback. And they can also use the Alexa app and uh, submit feedback through there. And then uh, finally, there's also customer service, uh, which uh, is a hand to really, uh, really feedback as well. Wonderful. And then um, I'll just, I'm just going to give a shout out here. We've got a couple people that were live on here. Uh, Dana, I was asking about kind of things about, again, products in Canada versus the frames. Um, I did get a, a set of frames, but that was tied to a U.S. account. So that was kind of my way around that. I know some Canadians have done that. So the frames are not yet available in Canada yet, uh, Dana. Um, but um, finally, where can people go to just learn more and stay up to date on what is happening with Amazon um, if they've got other, any other, um, you know, interest in this, in, in, in whether it's as a, at a consumer level, at a business level, what, what, are, what are ways that people can stay in touch and learn more? Yeah, one great resource is the uh, blog, the Amazon's Day One blog, um, that has the latest updates, uh, all things about Amazon and devices. Uh, we used it also a lot during uh, COVID to relay our efforts on that front. Um, so that's a, a great place to start. Wonderful. Well, I, I think that that kind of wraps it up. We have no more comment here from Janice. Uh, oh, Janice, it's great to see you. And she says she, she loves it. It's great to be able to provide feedback to Amazon. So uh, thank you to the Amazon team for being receptive to that. That's, that's wonderful. Um, I think that wraps it up, Celine. Uh, I want to thank you so very much for taking some time uh, here on the podcast. Um, Again, we have another comment here. Great to see the Canadian content and the efforts shared by Ray. So thank you for, for that as well. Wonderful, wonderful. So again, Celine, um, thank you for, for your time. I hope that we'll be able to stay in touch and maybe as more news breaks about different products and services and features with Alexa in Canada, maybe we can do this again at some point and uh, continue to bring the Canadians the most up-to-date information that we can. 
Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Stay you, tuned. All right. Well, that wraps up the uh, the podcast. Uh, for those of you that are uh, want to tune in to the, the uh, of course, our other episodes, you can always go to A-L-E-X-A in Canada dot C-A. Uh, slash podcast you can get all the podcasts previous podcasts there you can also see show notes show notes will be published from this episode very shortly and uh thank you again for tuning in have a wonderful wonderful day talk to you again very soon bye